All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. So the polls in the Commonwealth of Virginia for the gubernatorial race after that, you know, the idiot Terry McAuliffe that he is and his comments, well, parents shouldn't be involved in the school system at all. I'm like, that's their job, you know, screaming at somebody. You're an unsafe person. You don't have your mask on. Are you vaxxed? I mean, he's a lunatic and he's got to bring in the big guns. You know, Joe Biden's approval rating is in the dirt in Virginia. Uh, so that race has tightened uh, b- within the margin of error. Now, recent polls show in New Jersey it's not quite as close. But is it possible because you've had Republicans elected governor in New Jersey? Like, for example, Governor Christie, Christie Todd Whitman. Um, is it possible New Jersey in this gubernatorial race on November 2nd can turn red? A couple of interesting ads uh, Jack Cettarelli is the Republican running, and he did an ad on how Murphy failed New Jersey and another ad highlighting how Murphy, who was caught not wearing a mask, and he put out a mask mandate still. And anyway, he was warned not to send people that have COVID positive to nursing homes. Over 8,000 people died in New Jersey. Why he got a pass and Cuomo didn't, I don't know. Listen. Have you seen the ads? Phil Murphy's lying about me. I would, too, if I had his record. I'm Jack Cittarelli. Phil Murphy's failed us at every turn. He's increased spending $11 billion. Are you better off? Murders and gun violence are way up. The lines of motor vehicles are a joke. And we have the highest property taxes in the nation. Yet Phil Murphy says, if taxes are your issue, or probably not your state, no wonder he wants to change the subject. New Jersey, we can do better. When I'm governor, we will. According to Phil Murphy, as the temperatures rise, so does the crime. But Phil Murphy wants New Jersey to sweat it out rather than enforce law and order. That's because Phil Murphy supports an anti-police agenda that enables criminals, vandals, and lawlessness. Setting crime rates spiking and our communities reeling. Choosing radical policy over public safety. It's no wonder Phil Murphy would rather blame the heat than himself. Thank you. Um, so, this is Marcella Macy, I'm the Deputy Commissioner for Health Systems. Hi, thank you very much. I have uh, a brief question, and that is, you've asked us to take COVID-19 from the hospital. At the height of the pandemic, Governor Murphy used his power to force nursing homes to admit COVID-positive patients despite CDC guidelines. There really is an immediate jeopardy. Uh, we know that this Governor Murphy was warned. He sent COVID-positive patients to nursing homes anyway. Now, more than 8,000 seniors and veterans are dead. And Governor Murphy still doesn't have an answer. All right, unbelievable. Anyway, uh, Jack uh, Cettarelli is with us. All right, your state has lost a lot of people that are conservative and Republican that would normally vote for you in New Jersey. That's why Republicans have won the governorship many times in New Jersey. A lot of those people have moved. Um, that concerns me because I think that hurts you in this race. Am I wrong? Uh, well, listen, a lot of people have left, uh, Sean, but here's a fact that a lot of people don't know. Uh, Phil Murphy lost his midterms two years ago. 
two years ago, Republicans did something we hadn't done in 28 years, something we didn't do in either of Chris Christie's wins. We picked up seats in the state legislature. Phil Murphy lost his midterms. In my mind, that was the beginning of the beginning, the rejection of a guy whose extremism is just a bad fit for New Jersey. So we can win this race. Yeah, well, listen, I, I look at the guy. How come Andrew Cuomo got the hell beat out of him over the nursing home scandal when the exact same executive order was put in place by Governor Wolf of Pennsylvania and Governor Murphy of New Jersey? How come they weren't held accountable? I'll tell you what really began to sink Cuomo, uh, Sean, is when it was found out that his government was lying about the nursing home death numbers. That's what really began the downfall for Andrew Cuomo. They were lying about the numbers. Now, what's interesting is under Donald Trump, four states were being investigated for nursing home deaths. Four states. Now only one is being investigated, and that's New Jersey. So even Joe Biden's Department of Justice is investigating Phil Murphy's nursing home deaths. And let's not forget, the greatest number of nursing home deaths in New Jersey took place in the veterans' homes owned and operated by the state. So I look forward to the outcome of that investigation, which continues. Well, is it going to be before the election? Because we were supposed to get the Durham report before the 2020 election. That never happened either. Well, Sean, you and I both know that that probably won't happen. But uh, you know what really bugs me about the Democratic legislature? We had a scandal years back in New Jersey called Bridgegate. And nobody died. And there were investigational hearings with subpoena power. Here we've had nursing home deaths that leave the nation. And the most of the deaths were in the state-owned and operated nursing homes. And there's no investigational hearings with subpoena power? Smells like election year politics to me. Yeah. All right. So now let's talk about voting laws in New Jersey. By the way, I did get a kick out of Murphy saying, well, if you don't like high taxes, uh, you can pretty much leave because that's who we are. I'm like, whoa. OK, you, if you're not if you fight against higher taxes, get out of here. That's like Andrew Cuomo saying, if you're a conservative and you're pro-life and pro-assault weapon and anti-gay. OK, I'm a conservative. I am pro-life. I am pro Second Amendment. I'm not anti anybody. Um, you don't belong here because you're not a New Yorker. That's not who New Yorkers are. I mean, I'm like, this is what are these governors saying? You know what ended up happening, Jack? You'll get a kick out of it. Governors from all around the country started calling my radio show and saying, please come here. We'd love to have you in our state. You bet they did. And listen, this was the ultimate insult. But, you know, one way, Sean, he revealed in revealing himself to uh, to us, he did us all a favor. You saw his soul. He stood there and said, if taxes are your issue, we're probably not your state. But then he topped that when he said he wanted to make New Jersey the California of the East Coast. Listen, uh, we know our state's broken, but we love our state. We don't want to be any other state. We're New Jersey, damn it. And uh, we don't need any governor telling us to leave over the taxes, do something about the taxes. And we don't need any. Listen, governor I admire that you're running. California East Coast. I, look, I admire. I want Curtis Sliwa to win. I want you to win. I'd love to see. I got. We have a primary. Andrew Giuliani, Rob Astorino, uh, Lee Zeldin are running for Cuomo spot. I got it. I admire all of you for doing it, but it's an uphill battle for all of you. And and I hope you're successful. I hope the people of New Jersey. Well, look at the disaster that this guy created during COVID. You know, look at the facts, look at their life, look at their high taxes and take the opportunity to to right the ship in the state of New Jersey. I don't know. It's an uphill fight, but I really admire you for doing it. Well, I appreciate that, Sean. But listen, know this. We've won six of the last 10 governor races in this state. And over that same four decade span, every time a Democrat took the White House, 
Guess what New Jersey did the very next year? Elected a Republican. And then I'll repeat, this guy lost his midterms two years ago. So we're right where we need to be. All right. Appreciate you spending the time with us. Jack uh, Cetarelli is the gubernatorial candidate for the Republicans in New Jersey. 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Jason is in Ohio. Hey, Jason. Glad you called, sir. Hey, Sean. Thank you for having me on. How are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm doing well. It's, so it's my understanding that the CDC explains a free COVID vaccine is provided through the hard-earned taxpayers' dollars, right, and eligible regardless of your insurance or immigration status, is free. And you can get tested for free, right? Why is the flu vaccine not free? Why has this COVID vaccine been free from the get-go, like a mandated agenda, almost, if you will? Can you shed some light on that? It's now become like a religious fervor for people. And and it's like that. It sure is. (laughs) And, you know, the fact that nobody ever talks about now that we have breakthrough cases, very few people. I wish I would name. I can. I can. I. I can tell you a name you would instantly recognize, a public figure that had a breakthrough case. Calls me. I said, "Have you talked to your doctor about monoclonal antibodies and and therapeutics?" He and the person says to me, "Yeah, I heard about that. What is that again?" This person. That- this, I'm telling you, this is a person that you would think knows this backwards and forwards. And doesn't I mean, have a clue about the antibody. Not a clue. Not a yes. single clue. And it may be a hunch. You know, I'd hate to look into to Fauci's, Dr. Fauci, whatever you want to call him, his portfolio to see perhaps if maybe Moderna or Pfizer are listed in his, you know, his uh, uh What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, investments, if you will. So you, you can't dig yeah. that deep. That's not public. Yeah, record, by the way, flip flop. The, you know, the lying, ever wrong, always wrong. Doctor Fauci. All right, appreciate it, yes, Jason. Thanks. Thank you. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean, you want to be a part of the program? Jeremy, New Hampshire, next on the Sean Hannity Show, the Live Free or Die State. Uh, I'm, I hope you don't mind that uh, I stole your motto for my book. Not a problem. <laughs> uh, what's going on? Hey, hey Sean. Thank. Thanks for taking my call. I just want to let you know. So I went to my doctor. I'm trying to save my job here. I'm in the, I'm in the aerospace industry, and I've been here 15 years. And uh, I called my doctor. I said, look, then uh, the nurse answered. And I said, look, I'd like to get an accommodation because of my, my heart history, with med- my medical history with, with my heart condition and things like that. And uh, she said, she, I said, I need an accommodation. She laughed at me. She, she, she said, yeah, the doctor's not going to do that. And I said, what do you mean the doctor's not going to do that? She said, well, he's very pro-vaccine. I was like, well, that's his choice. She's like, well, we're, fo- we're following the CDC guidelines. And I'm like, well, I don't trust the CDC. She said, well, that's your problem. I was like, well, take me off your list. I don't want to be your patient anymore. She said, okay, no problem. And click hung up on me. And then a friend of mine wow. just told me yesterday, my best friend told me yesterday, his doctor brought him in because he's had cancer. And the doctor brought him into the room. It was just them two. And he said, look, I would love to give you this accommodation, but there's a memo sent out about two months ago, and they made it very clear to us as doctors that if we give anybody any accommodations, that you can see yourself fired on the spot. Yeah. That's scary. Uh, You know, I I will tell you, if it's a legitimate, now that the New York court has ruled this week about medical exemptions, and I'm sorry, uh, faith exemptions, and, you know, 
I think there should be medical exemptions. When I interviewed this 18 or no, I'm sorry, 19 year old girl or I forgive me when she was 18 or 19, she had had a vaccine. I didn't ask her which one. I, I did. I didn't feel it was an appropriate question. Anyway, had a very bad reaction, was paralyzed for over a month. And her doctor says you can't get the vaccine. This is what her doctor is saying. I didn't go to medical school. Anyway, it ends up her dream school was BYU in Hawaii. I didn't even know there was a BYU in Hawaii, but there is apparently. It wasn't BYU. I want to be very clear here. It was Hawaii that wouldn't allow her to go to the school because of the one-size-fits-all medicine that everybody wants to practice, and most of the people practicing medicine don't have a license. You know, these idiots on the radio, these idiot podcast people, these idiots on TV, and those idiots in Washington, you know, what medical school did they go to? You know, I frankly, you watch. I would not be surprised if at some point people say, you know, you're practicing medicine without a license. Don't be watch. Watch the legal side of this. It's going to explode. And frankly, rightly so in many cases. And I, it was very, very encouraging. The decision that came out of the New York court this week, allowing for, you know, if you have a religious exemption and, and that that is a legitimate reason. We have something that every law is based on. It's called our Constitution. And you have an, uh, we, we have freedom of the press, freedom of speech, freedom. You know, where are all the my body, my choice people? You know, no, I, right. this is insane to me. But I urge people to be very careful. I, I, I mean it with all my heart. I don't want you to get this. My heart broke when I heard somebody I know is vaccinated, got got the virus today. And they asked for what are those things you talk about on your show every day? And I gave him a list and then I said, call your doctor and make sure your doctor agrees with this or just or just ask your doctor about these specific things. Took notes, called the doctor. The doctor sent this patient to get an infusion of Regeneron. The doctor decided not me, not Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity's not going to practice medicine without a license. So we're trying to give you information that will be useful to you, but ultimately it's between you and your doctor at the end of the day. We'll continue. All right, so many Americans now, they understand what defund and dismantle the police is all about. Now a lot of police departments are going to be losing uh, workers, many of them, because of the Biden uh, vaccine mandate. This is this is going to be a disaster all around the country. Anyway, so, you, you know, you always got to count on yourself. God forbid somebody breaks into your, your house. What are you going to do to protect yourself and your family? I believe in the Second Amendment, just like my friends at Henry Repeating Arms. The best firearm I've ever used is a Henry. Now, they're made in America or they're not made at all. A rifle, a shotgun, Henry Repeating Arms. They, you get them right out of the box. They're accurate. That's not the same with other manufacturers. Trust me, I, I have a pretty big gun collection. Anyway, so I own a number of them. Their craftsmanship is the finest I've ever seen. And there's more than 200 different models to choose from. You've got a wide variety of, of calibers and finishes. They've got a beautiful website. You can look yourself at henryusa.com. You'll see their entire uh, line available. Uh, their customer service is insanely great. Uh, all their Henrys are backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee. Now, whether you want something for home defense, hunting, shooting, sports, maybe you're a beginner looking for your first firearm. 
They believe in the Second Amendment and they believe in gun safety. Henry repeating arms is the way to go or hunting, shooting sports, beginners, home defense, whatever it happens to be. Take a look. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Now you'll get a free copy of their catalog and decals and you'll learn where the you is closest. And it's great. Henryusa.com. You get a free catalog, free decals. Learn a lot more about this great American company. You're going to love them. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. So I've watched um, Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, he's, he's an, to me, he's an interesting guy. Um, I love his, he, he, we, we have a shared passion. I don't know him, never met him. I, I have no idea if he even knows who I am. It doesn't matter. Um, he does long-form interviews, and he asks very probing questions. And, you know, believe it or not, Linda, you're going to laugh at this, he was interviewing Miley Cyrus, and I was fascinated by the interview. It, it's not something I normally would be interested in, but I know her dad, Billy Ray Cyrus. I'm fond of him. I've met uh, her sister. I've met her mom. Um, they're, they're just nice people. It, it's just, it's very honest. I don't, for example, I don't agree with him on, I know he's, he's really into marijuana legalization, for example. I think Elon Musk just lit up a joint right on a show. It's hilarious. Um, the way people are with this, I'm just very anti-drug. I don't like any of this stuff. But anyway, that's a side note. So when he announced that he had COVID, um, I believe it came out in, in the day, a day or two later that he was getting monoclonal antibodies. Correct me if I'm wrong. HCQ and the human ivermectin. Okay. That's all his choice. I'm not getting into the medicine of it. This is, I'm glad Joe Rogan is alive and survived and is doing well. And I'd say that about any liberal as well. This is not political for me. Even if you're a liberal that hates me and wants wants to get back to living a normal life and try and get me fired, I still want you to live. I believe in life. I believe in freedom. Anyway, so uh, CNN has this, I guess, medical contributor, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Rogan is pissed off because he, they accused him on fake news CNN, apparently, of using the animal version of the drug and not the human version of the drug. Listen to this exchange. Do you think I want that that's to, a problem that your news network it was not, lies? Well, I don't. I don't. Think, Dude, what did they say? They lied what and they said say? I was taking horse dewormer. First of all, it was prescribed to me by a doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Along they with shouldn't have said a it was bunch of if, other if medications. Was, if you got a human pill because there were people that were taking it the veterinary medication and i you're not obviously you got it from a doctor so that it shouldn't be called that ivermectin can be a very effective medication for parasitic disease and as you say it's probably you know i think what a quarter billion people have taken it around the world more, i get that way more so way but, more can, billions can, of people have taken it can i just come back to the one i want to talk about I, two, no, no, two, no, no, two no, things no. on you the have ledger to, you have before we get to that does it bother you that the news network you work for out and out lied, well, just outright lied about me taking horse dewormer. They, they they shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You didn't ask. You I didn't, didn't think that was did, you're the medical guy over there. I, I didn't ask. I should have asked before. But they did it with podcast. such glee. No, yes, Joe. They did. I watched. Oh man, did you? I mean, that was that, that was pretty listen, fascinating. That was the thing of beauty. Honestly, I think in your next life. The podcast that you should do is something like this. I abs first of all, you love confrontation. I love confrontation. I live on it. It's yeah. amazing. And there's nothing better than being right 
and being able to have an argument and saying, but, and, okay. And, but Gupta, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I have idea. no idea. The best part was his response. He's like, I aren't know. you the medical uh, person on the channel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, doesn't it bother you? And he's like, uh, 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 I'm like, this thing of beauty. All right, I want to play two other cuts of this because this is this was very interesting, too. Now, we have talked a lot about the NIH and, in fact, the NIH funding the Wuhan uh, virology lab where they knew gain of function research happened, where they knew coronaviruses were being studied, and why one American taxpayer dollar went there is an absolute disgrace. Just like Joe Biden now is planning to exempt Taliban uh, era Afghans uh, and allow them into the country. How stupid is this man? I mean, there's there's things that you know you scratch your head and and you say to yourself, you can't be that stupid. Now, we know that gain-of-function research, July 31st, 2020, the day that Donald Trump put in his hysterical, xenophobic, racist travel ban 10 days after the first identified case of corona in America. Well, it so happens that Dr. Fauci, in his emails, we now learned, uh, got an email saying, yeah, it looks like one of the genomes, as you break down the sequence of the coronavirus, was manipulated in a lab. January 31st, the very beginning, 10 days after the first identified case in the U.S. And then we start, then then you see a flurry of activity. And that is Dr. Fauci with other NIH officials. Do you think our money went to go fund the gain of research, blah, 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 blah. And then he lied to Rand Paul. As far as I'm concerned, Rand Paul is correct. I believe he was lied to as he does. Um, and if any, and trust me, if it was any Trump doctor, uh, they'd be in jail by now. There's always that double standard. Um, anyway, so what, listening to Sanja Gupta uh, talk about we may never know the origins of coronavirus, that's a lie. But the bigger question is, and this is cut 13, discussing NIH funding and gain of function research. Listen. How many, how much evidence did they delete in 2019? The, I mean, some stunning amount. Well, the entire database went yeah, down. Exactly. Now, I said, what I said to him, you were part of the WHO investigation. Did you see the database now? It's been over a year later. He said, no. When I said, is that not of concern to you? He said, look, he goes, it was a public database. They were worried about hacking. And, and so that's why they took it down. I said, if it was a public database, why were they worried about hacking? You know, what were they, what were they trying to hide? You know, so. I don't, I don't know, Joe, what to make of it. It's they, the, 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 there's clearly, as you said earlier, I think you said where there is smoke, there is fire, probably. But can I say conclusively, no? And and part of me thinks we may never know. We don't have a system in place at a at a sort of global level to mandate that these things actually come to light. Yeah, we don't treat this like we treat Department of Defense issues. We don't treat, you know, we, we should be thinking about this more from a defense standpoint rather than a, a public health preventive standpoint. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But if the NIH was was giving funding to EcoHealth Alliance and EcoHealth Alliance was funding that kind of research i think and that the fauci uh, is not being honest about that i think i think the nih is clearly funding eco health alliance and eco health alliance is clearly giving grants to wuhan institute of virology here's how they answer the question when i ask them including francis collins who's the head of the nih they they define gain of function research as this you have a known bad contagious pathogen and you're going to essentially do it you know use the backbone of another known bad pathogen and you're going to splice them together essentially 
you're t- taking one thing that you know to be bad and contagious and splicing it with something else that you know to be bad. That is, you're expecting this to be worse than what you started with. If you're taking a novel virus and you don't know how contagious this is, and you're basically saying, look, I want to I isolate the spike protein on this new virus. I'm going to put it on the backbone of something I do know. And make it contagious to humans. It, we'll see how it behaves at that point. Does this actually start to behave as something super contagious or not? The, the, the possibility is that it could. But they're not sure. So th- this is nuanced, and you know a lot of people t- have taken issue with it, including scientists who work in the field. But the strict definition is that you got to know for gain of function research, you know that it's going to lead to gain of function. So maybe the problem is using the term gain of function. Yeah. If we instead abandon any sort of uh, nomenclature that might be problematic and say. Were they doing experiments to make viruses more contagious to people? The answer would be yes. Yeah. Were they doing experiments that could lead to yes. viruses being more contagious? Yes. yes. I think that that's right. And remember, it wasn't that long ago in 2012 that Dr. Fauci supported gain of function publicly, even stating that even if it resulted in a worldwide pandemic, he actually said this, he still supports gain of function research. I I mean, how this guy still has a job is unbelievable. And Linda, you know what? We were so fair to Dr. Fauci. I bent over backwards and I tried to factor in that, okay, they didn't know what they were dealing with. Nobody knew at the time. Now we know these things. You know, the the Intercept released all of these documents, 900 of them on Fauci. His emails have been released. The frenzied back and forth about funding the virology lab in Wuhan and possibly gain a function that led to coronavirus, COVID-19. You know, and, and then him just lying outright about it. Well, and lying to, well, go ahead. There's two points that are really critical to what you're saying. The first one is he asked to come on the show. He wanted to come on the show. He said that he wanted to share the information, that it wasn't a political issue, it wasn't a partisan issue, it was a human issue, and he needed to come on. Okay, fine. The interesting part about it is that Francis Collins and Anthony Fauci were lying from the beginning because the fact that they worked through the EcoHealth Alliance, we saw in the 900 documents very clearly that they had the pathogens, that they worked it into humanized mice, that they were starting the virus from which it was you know, constructed to that they could demonstrate more pathogenicity. This was their goal from the beginning. So they lied from the beginning. So they were being untruthful, and the documents clearly show that. The problem is that most people have no idea that 900 documents were even released that show that they were untruthful, which clearly shows also that Dr. Rand Paul was correct. Putting all of that aside, Collins isn't even there anymore. Collins was the one that said that SARS-CoV-19 was completely transmissible in the air by a 10% ratio. It turned out it was 0.01. And then he goes on to Fox News and says, yeah, I'm sorry about that. That was just a misunderstanding. I'm like, you have people wearing masks in open air telling them that it's transmissible by 10% and you're totally lying. It's wrong. So these are the people that are the head of the NIH, you know, the NAAID. This is terrible. And and all they do is they take down one set of guidelines on the CDC website. Then they put up a whole different contradictory set of guidelines. And, you know, vaccine hesitancy. I I didn't finish my thought earlier when I was talking about Jimmy Carter uh, and the visit by Joe and Jill. Uh, Biden, uh, fully vaccinated, socially distant, masks on outside. Go into the Carter's home, 90, what, 6, 93, respectively. It's so ridiculous. They take the mask off. They get right on top of the old people. You know, it looks crazy. And I'm like, why are you wearing the mask outside? 
just like this idiot governor in New Jersey. He's not wearing a mask. Pelosi's not wearing a mask as she's getting her hair done. Um, you had that one congresswoman saying, I only wear this stupid thing for show. Yeah, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, AOC, they're all just wearing the mask for the pictures. And look at Newsom. Newsom is the most egregious of all. The guy's out to dinner, his kids are in school, but people in California, you, you got all these people in the streets, they're taking massive dumps in the streets, in the middle of doorways, your kids can't go to school. But uh, the ones that they're in the private school, they're fine. And uh, you can't go to a Walgreens like you were talking about before with the San Francisco at the Walgreens. I mean, it's insanity. It's it's not. Yeah. By the way, this in the Walgreens, they're closing six of them because if you steal less than a thousand dollars worth of crap, it's fine. They won't arrest you. They won't charge you. You heard what happened in New York today, right? I did. It's I did. terrible. They're vandalizing all the people can't keep their businesses. You want to vaccine people who don't want to be vaxxed. You want to create a federal police department because our police don't want to get vaxxed because they have information like Dr. Tyson gave out today. And we know there's other options. Why can't we do things like other countries? You can get tested. You can have antibodies from having COVID. You can try something with your doctor. You can do Regeneron. You can do monoclonal antibodies. Like, why and, and is by it? Way, we're not telling people what to do. No, we're just informing the opposite. them. It, it, no, it, and and the reason we're trying to inform you is, God forbid, you test positive, right? Okay, I've had I I, I in the middle of this show today, I got a, a text uh, about somebody who happens to have a very compromised immune system because of cancer, um, and you know immediately, you know, I I go into action and I say, well, you might want to talk to your doctor about this, 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 this. I mean, I should make one generalized note, but you have to make it personal because it's an individual case. I didn't tell them what to do. I gave them the information so that they can ask smart questions of their doctor. And I get I get the crap kicked out of me for doing that. You need to tell people. I'm like, no, I don't need to tell people. I didn't go to medical school. I mean, how irresponsible would that be if I start telling people what the hell they ought to be doing uh, with their bodies. And to and your credit, Sean, you haven't. To your credit, you've I, asked no, a lot of questions. You've interviewed how many doctors? You've had how many people on about this? And yeah, you're asking that, the questions. I don't know when it became wrong to ask questions. No, no, no. That's not allowed anymore. It's really, anyway, It really frightens me. I, I just thought that Joe Rogan and, and a very, like, he used a scalpel. He just tore Gupta well, apart. Well, can I tell you my favorite part of the whole interview? Yeah, go ahead. When he called him dude. Because, you know, I say dude all the time. He was like, <laughs> dude, seriously? I was like, you yes. You your six-year-old son dude. I'm like, dude. Come on, what are you dude. doing, man? It was great. Best thing ever. Can't wait till he repeats dude and some of the other oh, words it's you all, use at home. First of all, I don't use those words. I'm Mary Poppins at home, and I keep okay, it. Okay, there's no way you can turn it off. 100% I can. No. Yes. I, no, it's yes, impossible. you're incorrect. Just like we don't eat McDonald's at home, just like we don't say bad words at home. Right, everything is good. I, I tell you what, we'll take a, a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, man, we got a great Hannity tonight. I'll tell you about that in a minute. All right, we are loaded up tonight. I mean, loaded up tonight. Scott Brown, Jason Chaffetz. We're going to look at the disaster that is the supply chain and the Biden economy. Uh, we'll check in with Griff Jenkins on the disaster on the border. Then we got Greg Jarrett, Louis Gohmert. He's going to update us on the court-martialing of Lieutenant Colonel Scheller uh, and and give us an update on that situation. Leo 2.0, Terrell, Dave Rubin, 9 Eastern. Saeed DVR, Hannity on the Fox News Channel. All right, that's all the time we have for today. Saeed DVR, we'll see you tonight, back here tomorrow. Thank you for being with us. We never forget you make this show possible, and we are very humbled and grateful. See you tonight, back here tomorrow.